0: Hello, it's Wednesday, November first. It's approximately eight twenty-one PM. I'm Chris, and I'm here with Kwan. Hi, Kwan. And you want to say hi? Hi. (laughs) And I want to thank, as usual, Chompix Audio and producers over at Chompix. You know, Kirsten included, right? And.
1: Is Did I pass away? Oh, come on. <laughs> it just been a while. I've been. Mean, oh, oh, I told him I have bad coughs and he read a long intro. Hey, I'm just pranking on you. But uh, anyway, trick or treat is over. It's 8 eight thirty on Wednesday, first day of November, and it's so cold out there this evening. I look into my closet and my top coat is wearing my overcoat. So that's just, Demonstrate how cold it is outside, but in what for uh, somebody from Washington, I would say
0: chill instead of cold. So how's that? how's your week, Chris? It's been it's been pretty pretty up and down, up and down. Had an exam. On have Monday. you have you been to the fun fair, riding a roller coaster? <laughs> what do you mean, uh, up and no, down. No, <laughs> I haven't had, You know, I just you had the ups like uh, I would say probably. Probably just sleeping, sleeping in on, on two, tu- not Tuesday. I forgot the day I slept in, but I got to sleep in one day, this, these past couple of days. And down was the exam I had. Didn't feel too confident about you it. You slept in during exam? No, 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 no. The down of my week was the exam. Oh, the oh, <laughs> of week was the exam. Yeah. The up of your week is yeah. when you get to sleep. And
2: yes. <laughs>
1: that's
0: hilarious.
1: <coughs>
0: yes. Anything else? So you have how many exams you have? I had one exam on Monday, mm-hmm. and I th- the last I had an exam on Wednesday, but we we recorded last week, so. Mm.
1: Good. I my situation is worse than you because I have zero exam. Um. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I don't really have any exam. Just bunch of projects. Uh. Approach. Oh, yeah. And um. I, I got a, I know that I got a giddy up on them. Um, been figuring out Adobe Audition as well on my some of my radio stories, which you know putting together interviews and sound bites, and very very frustrating. Um, and somehow I'm trying to manipulate in a me- more productive method. So as we all started with the time, so talk about a little bit of yesterday Halloween. <laughs> Did
0: you mm-hmm. have any fun? Uh, no, not really. I just, just, you know, I went to school. You went to school? Yeah, and then I went to work, so. <laughs> and then did you went to work, yeah. 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 I dressed oh, well. up in a yellow shirt and and jeans, you know, ah, oh, um, so. Wait, is that SpongeBob SquarePants? No, no, <laughs> no. It's definitely not SpongeBob. It's, no. so SpongeBob you... doesn't even wear jeans. Mm-hmm and probably wears like, like khaki shorts, basically.
1: So if you got to dress up as your favorite Halloween I, I, character, would it I, be Hallow- Spider-Man?
0: Halloween character.
2: Hmm. I mean, not just
1: Halloween, like, like any <laughs> costume <laughs> concepts. Nah, would you dress up as Spider-Man
0: or I mean, any favorite? I, I, the yellow shirts and the 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 jeans were were uh, inspired by Morty from Rick and Morty.
1: Oh oh oh! I see. Yeah. Oh, mine will be much simpler. So I dressed Mine friend. will be much simpler and more cost-effective. You know, you just put on the bathrobe, and be Harvey Weinstein scaring off people. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> oh, jeez. Mine, no, 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 no. Um, mine Ugh. would be David S. Pumpkin from you know you watch that? Um, David S. Pumpkin S N L Saturday Night Live. No, I don't. Watch. Like I don't watch And it's like one of the SNL. most famous um Halloween comedy segments and he's famous for his catchphrase. which I could give you like a little bit of context. It's just silly, but very brilliant of the way they construct their sketch based on a new Halloween characters. So basically, you know, every Halloween characters, when... So, I'm sorry, I jump like in right in the middle. There's a couple going to a castle and going up like 1,000 floor, 100 floors, right? So... They expected to be in the haunted castle. So they want to, they expect to see like a scary, horrifying character every single floor. Now, the first few, a little bit scary, and the third or the fifth, and once in a while, they came across this character whose name is David S. Pumpkin, played by Tom Hanks. You know Tom Hanks, right? Yeah, I know who Tom Hanks um, is. So basically, if you are a Halloween character, character you will be scary lot right but this guy is just a bunch of nonsense because he wouldn't let anybody know who he is. Um, he basically show up with two skeletons on his sides and he would just open like Hello I'm David S. Pumpkin Happy Halloween and they asked him who are you? And then that moment the catch phase the catchphrase became famous as any question? At the moment, he say that because they all have questions. Who who the hell this guy is? The, the door closed. So that's how, yeah. that's just a funny, like, um, detail of the whole sketch. Yeah. Like, like, every time, they're like, who the hell is this guy? And he just keep, like, butting or jump in every single floor to annoy people. And, so, throughout the entire sketch, he didn't appear to be scary, right? He dressed as, like, not entirely pumpkin, but in a suit that have like, pumpkin um, patterns on it. And, uh, and the, the last floor, when they say is the the most horrifying, horrifying floor, so be prepared for it. The moment it open, there's only two skeletons. So, they're like, where's David S. Pumpkin? He's right behind them and go any question? <laughs> oh my God, it's scared the hell out of them. <laughs> yeah. It the jumped right off the roof. And that's just like a summary yeah. of how it is. So, um, yeah, Halloween, uh, I remember being back in the day, um, dressing up and going door yeah. to door and even like with my sister because you know I have two sisters yes. going around the neighborhood scare off people and they will often find you cute <laughs> with your sister Bumblebee or, you know, Pumpkin Pie I uh, just want you to should, strangle them. They
0: but, uh, dress up as the pie. <laughs> Pumpkin pie. Yeah they, just, they just, yeah, they dress up as a pie.
1: <laughs> I know, it's silly. <coughs> but that's who they are. Um. Anyway, we're going to start off our day with... You, some, met, you mentioned Tom Hanks. Okay. Right? What's your
0: favorite Tom Hanks role?
1: Favorite Tom Hanks role... Um, my God, that guy is so excellent. Um, there was one movie where he plays um, a police officer. This is Stephen King um, classic, you know? God, um, The Green Mile, yeah. where they execute this black guy. This whole entire movie, it's just one premise and it's run the gamut of the entire movie. It, it's yeah. really much... I want not want to... Sp- Spoiled, but um, of course, you already watch it, it's a very classic. But
0: um, oh, really I, touched, I, I personally have not watched it, actually. yeah. It
1: touched my heartstring of how it demonstrates also vividly the racial conflict in this country and how, um, you know, the integrity of these um, local
0: law enforcement people. My favorite Tom Hanks role is, is Woody from Toy Story,
2: Woody, think- <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, Uh you like to- Toy Story, like uh, well. Wh- yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> of course, I mean I do too. Uh, which parts though? Toy- which parts more your, more, your most favorite?
0: Because there are like three of them. To- yeah, toy- I mean Toy Story oh, is one of those rare trilogies that keeps mm-hmm. feel like it keeps getting better. Mm-hmm. Honestly, but then
1: they run out of ideas. Of course, now is well, it seems like they won't run out of ideas because now on the store the toys. Uh, from one hand to the other like what's the girl's name from Andy's to yeah I, I really don't know you don't remember name. the girl's name but no, anyway I don't care that's really. very smart <laughs> you don't really care <laughs> but that's very smart of them like you know in order to build the next part Toy, Toy Story of 1 Toy
0: Story Toy Story 1 is honestly so genuine it's such a genuinely heartwarming film like and I believe it was one of the first if not the first CGI uh, animated feature films no doubt yeah so I, it, it won like a sp- like a special oscar for that
1: i mean they have all kind of special um so brilliant actors um doing voiceover like um uh, tom hanks and then Tim allen and even don rick in a part of uh, yeah. i mentioned don rick one of my favorite comedian and he plays the part of mr potato head Yeah. Yeah. So they are all touch. They don't touch on your um, imagination very well. And the best part of it is how they build a storyline across all of these different characters. You know. Yeah. So um, you want to start off with some Twitter moments today? Uh.
0: Yeah. Twitter moments. All right. Uh. Do you want to go first or? Well, Mister.
1: Um. I'm so excited about. Uh, Mr. I'm so excited about um. What's the movie's name that we talk about? I'm, I know it's shameful,
0: but I didn't
1: remember the sitcom we talked. We discussed. Remember? Oh, the
0: from last week. Indeed, <laughs> yes. In um, Disney sitcom. As a follow-up from last week. Oh, you uh, want to start off with that? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Andy Mac. Do you want me to play it? Do you want me to play the? Well, let me see uh, if I can. Let me see if the I can. In the meantime, share a little bit about. Uh, um, for, okay, so last week mm-hmm. we um last week we we talked about how there is going to be a coming out scene it was gonna be a, a little bit of a plot point for an episode um in a in a Disney Channel sitcom called Andy Mac and one of the one of the characters in that show was gonna come out as gay the characters in the show are around 13 14 years old so they, I I said it last week and I'll say it this week it It really does make sense as far as the characters go because this is um this is kind of the age range when you when you really do kind of want like I feel like...
1: Hey, hey, no, no. You don't get to do that.
0: Last week, you were against it. I was <laughs> no, not against it. it. Sense. No, I wasn't against no, it.
1: No, no, you say it doesn't make sense with that age range. No,
0: no, I said it makes sense for the characters of that age range because that's the age range that oh, okay. a lot of people... But it's not supposed to be on struggle. television. No, I never said it wasn't supposed to be on television. I'm Dude, sorry, putting more in I your mouth. I did not, yeah. like- I did not say it wasn't supposed to be on television. I just said that considering the demographic of the Disney Channel... It, it it didn't see, I, like at least personally i don't think as as a 9-year-old there would be too many 9-year-olds that would be too heavily invested in the sexual orientation of the characters that they're watching even like if they're watching a movie and the film has 20-year-old characters and the 20-year-old characters are struggling with coming out you know that's fine you, you kind of start like you kind of start internal, like internalizing it and coming to terms with it and wanting to come out, you know, Mm -hmm. in your teens and your early adulthood. And many people still today struggle to come out until their later, later ages. And, but, but as a nine year old, an eight year old, even if, even if later on you say, yeah, I could say that I've been gay my whole life. I don't you know, I don't think you're too heavily invested in fiction in the sexual orientation of fictional characters at nine or eight, which is the demographic of Disney Channel. It's like six to eleven. A kid right? Disney. Six- program, like, yeah, yeah, it's like a kid it's for kids. So let me see if I could find the clip. I mean, do you wanna share your uh Well,
1: I would say um we almost had a fist fight last week over this, but <laughs> we're trying not like very um, they are diametrically opposing viewpoints it's not uh, even fears of a fight um, It just basically I didn't perceive Chris' standpoint from the beginning in the right way uh, from the fact that I got so much um, uptight about uh, this core of the, um, the whole issue or the whole topic I mean, I do have to acknowledge that I was a little bit um, irrational, you know, like in terms... And I do somehow have to like tame my mind. A little I, don't, bit I, don't, I don't think because, you're irrational well, about it. Well, basically, I'm so much in the newsroom that whenever I heard, I heard of like, hey, there's a murder, hey, there's a fire, <laughs> always like disastrous or catastrophic, like always jump at the most... The worst scenario. So, like, yeah. if there's a. Yesterday, there was a van in New York City um, driving through uh, tens or 15 people or killed eight people um, in New York. Um, immediately, everything came up as negative, like the war is coming to an end. Yeah. Um, there's a. Immigration program that is now in the bo- un- un- in the bone of contention. I know I'm really off a tangent, but I just want to demonstrate yeah. a little bit of figment of my current life. It's not like entirely taken over by my news work, but it is increasingly um, dominating. So, anyway, um, back to the point of the sitcom we have very exhilarating that's discussion nice. oh I'm sorry I, <laughs> oh of course I, just Go ahead. no
0: okay. I started playing it by accident but uh, I did find it but mm-hmm. um find the best but oh, yeah you, as you were saying yeah you were saying I was saying just go ahead and play it oh okay <laughs> <laughs> that's good timing then okay so do you wanna when we were watching Andy and Jonah you asked me am I happy for Andy? Yeah. And I said, yes, I'm happy for Andy.
1: (sighs) But I'm also not happy. How come? Are you jealous? Cyrus, do you like Andy?
2: You like Jonah. Puffy,
1: I, I feel weird. You wanna you wanna stop it?
2: Yeah, I think really,
1: it's enough um to in just Cyrus. It's hard working
2: horror- okay.
0: though. Um it
1: goes
2: on
0: and and it's very touching. Moments. I don't know the girls. And I don't know the characters. Especially
1: name. when the character is confronted by his mom and his parent. Right?
0: Was that? No, that's just a friend. Oh, is just a, a friend. It's just a friend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, w- I watched. It, I watched the clip before. It's just a friend. The, the scene ends with like the friend saying, um "I don't know, like you're no different." I think it. I think that was so words. embracing. Yeah. Um, let me. Let me bit. Well, more. it it
1: bears to me. But the thought of telling anyone
0: else, you'll be okay. Yeah, she's she's just like you'll be okay. Mm -hmm. You're no different. She 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 kind of cheers him up a little bit. And when I watched it the first time, you know, I thought, all right, this was really well done. I think I think it was, I think it was done kind of tastefully. I don't think it was a prop or anything. I think it was very natural. I've never Mm -hmm. had. I've had. I've had a. I've had a I've had friends tell me that they're gay and not like you know anything but straight basically, mm-hmm. um, but I haven't had a friend come out to me you know either they were already out to someone else or or you know out publicly and they just kind of told me that they were gay as well mm-hmm. so I haven't. Really had to comfort somebody or tell them, no, it's cool, you know, I don't really mind or not even like it's not even up to me to to not mind or to mind. It's just it's not a problem at all to be gay. So I thought this scene was really well done. Have you seen Moonlight? No, I have not seen
1: Moonlight. That is the Oscar winner Yeah yeah and I I know was. Mo- yeah 16
0: um Yeah the the most recent Oscar mm-hmm. best picture winner I, I watched
1: know. it it reminds me of Moonlight and it's basically well the age range is definitely different as Yeah
0: no I the, no, the, no, the I, main I, characters in college No trust me I know I know the concept of Moonlight and mm-hmm. I have had it you know spoiled for me and all that but I haven't watched, I just haven't watched the film um But yeah definitely I think this scene was natural I I, I thought I th- the reaction on from people on twitter which this makes sense people on twitter just you know this this one there tw- people on twitter have definitely um the majority of people on twitter at least you know you can tell what their i guess political and social views would be it's it's kind of more a, positive or negative? It's, no no yeah it's way more positive there's i i couldn't okay. i couldn't find i couldn't find a single uh I couldn't find a, a criticism. Single, I couldn't find, yeah. yeah, I didn't.
1: I I which is amazing how they um land But oh.
0: but at the same time, I Twitter moments are very biased. So that's I saw <laughs> I saw it through a Twitter moment. It personalized bias. Y- yeah yeah yeah. yeah tw- like I've seen Twitter moments before that it's it's like the headline will be like people aren't happy about blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and it'll be one person that like uh, why why do they deserve their own twitter moment i know (laughs) and why why is their opinion being conflated with people with multiple opinions i guess Mm -hmm. but back to this it's just i thought it was really i have to say i feel like you know maybe it doesn't even matter if the nine or ten year old cares or does not care or is invested or isn't in the sexuality of this character i think it's a but do you think it's a I very commendable... I think, yeah, I think I think it's fine. Performance by the kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Child actors are usually not good. Mm-hmm. Like, they're usually kind of bad. But I feel like they did a pretty good job here. I think... It, yeah. I, I Again, I haven't seen a real coming out or, you know, an in-person coming out. So, it's just a snippet. So, I just... Yeah. But mm-hmm. I feel like th- based, based on the positive reaction and based on people saying... Oh, if the, if the nine year old me or the 10 year old me would have seen that, I would have felt less weird. Then, yeah, I think, it's, I think it did a good job. Mm-hmm. So,
1: so, um, we would we close the book on this chapter?
0: <laughs> I mean, do you, you have any you want to say anything? Mm-hmm. Or?
1: Um, well, basically, just you know, uh, Hollywood is growing every day, everything is ever evolving so. I've said this before and I've said it again that um, they should start thinking about presenting, and as the media always has to aim for, it's very, very, its own very unique possibility and um, capability of presenting context from every crook and cranny in the world that you are not aware of and it should be brought to the medium or the television or YouTube or social media things that kids grow up and can learn the the, the sooner they learn and this, the better um, I would say the more neutrally and like you say um, call it neutrally and come on um magnificently is presented, um, the better they grow up with more awareness of the world, with a higher propensity for accepting one another, as they are not too shocked at the differences that are so prevalent in the world yeah. to deny or to refuse or to go back to their own bubble, you know? And that is that is unfortunately the... Um, the reality of our society today, so many people are not open to things that might not even, um, you know, at, uh, are not even at the cost of their self-interest because that they, they are not um, well and acutely aware of what's going on. Like, your Muslim neighborhood, your Muslim neighbor is a few blocks away. Just because you watch television, like, uh, regularly and you see all of these terrorist attack and things like that I would use this as an example but now you start to out of like nowhere develop skepticism and conflicts and I mean, yeah. you know anger I think like that's that. I
0: think that was that's different though from what you were starting with was just having kids having kids kind of grow up in mm-hmm. that. you know obviously I, again I don't again my point is I don't think an 8 year old really when they're watching the Disney Channel, you know, maybe an eight-year-old, a nine-year-old does care, but I don't think if, I, if they're watching.
1: Mm-hmm. I, and I analyze the fact that they care and how they care. It is much more different than we do. I no, no I'm not saying that. I'm not saying level. that eight-year-olds
0: are incapable of caring. I just think <laughs> a vast majority of them are preoccupied with being a kid. Being a kid, yeah, yeah, just, just
1: mm-hmm. you know. Like, I don't know. I mean, it depends. I, uh, a lot of kids grow up watching Sesame Street and just see how it... Look at how uh, it positively influenced and transcends our society. I mean, it brings all of the social issues onto television. I mean, kids watch it uh, like a hawk and they follow the, the shows and they learn from it. So that's why I was saying... Um of course kids are kids and they their attention is divided but think about it not as much as we are i mean the fact that television is on a decline or on a downhill because we are much more we have a much more divided attention than they do we turn on television just basically as a wallpaper or to something to fill yeah. the background you know so we i must say it's very Crucial and it's very um, monumental that Hollywood is taking all these into consideration.
0: Yeah, I, th- I, th- I mean, yeah, so speak- I, I don't see a problem with m- with more content, you know, you're still gonna get your bad content and your good content. Mm-hmm. So, and
1: this is um, all of these. Um, I just this don't, I, I don't, f- I mean. If you watch, have you watched like Curb Your Enthusiasm right?
0: By... No, I I've I've been I've been told to I don't mm-hmm. I don't really watch.
1: Um the shows from Larry David, who is a of yeah. course favorite famous no, no, I, writer I, uh, from Sanfield. Yeah. And he basically touched on almost every political incorrect or correct uh, you know, sensitive no, I, issues in
0: I I yeah, I know a Curb, Yeah. And so Trust a me, lot I.
1: of them was just hilarious. Uh you know, uh, racial conflicts or Jewish uh, issues, things like that. No, I've seen, I've seen clips of Caribbean But it's so. just v- brought to life very, very... Um, with very much dexterity and um considerateness, I, I would say. Um, they're very smart on how they display the issues and, you know, warp your mind around it. So let's <laughs> jump off um, on another issue that... Because speaking of, like, young kids, uh, we recently heard oh, of... Oh, oh,
0: no, I really don't like that segue. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like that segue.
1: Well, it certainly is a palm shell to every... Yeah, not every, but it, most American household, talking, and especially those on Netflix, that Kevin Spacey was just accused of sexual harassment. And then it's a, I, it's a I controversy. Need,
0: I need... Um, I need to, like, I need us as a society to kind of just solidly clear out the difference between sexual harassment, assault, and misconduct. I feel like a lot of those terms are being thrown out around Mm -hmm. interchangeably. And I... And that's true. And I, I don't mean, know if they can be, but this I, is I feel like... I was reading.
1: I, I'm not, like, affirming this is sexual like they harassment, shouldn't be. you know?
0: I feel like they shouldn't be used interchangeably. Some
1: article mentioned his sexual advances. Some say it mis- sexual misconduct. Okay. And well, all of a sudden, w- just
0: from, boom. From my understanding, because I, it's very easy to read Kevin Spacey's statement. It's pretty quick. I feel like Anthony Rapp's statement, right? That's the... That is the the person putting forth the allegations. I feel like his statement is a lot longer than Kevin Spacey's. So for many people, it's well it need to be elaborate. You no, know, obviously, he's, obviously, it's the original allegation, It's the plaintiff. Um, I feel like it should like I want to use his exact. So I'm I'm, I'm looking for the uh, mm-hmm. exact statement. If but, he was
1: a fourteen year old kid. Um, I mean this. This have been on for no issue. no no
0: no no yeah yeah, yeah. I know I, I do you want to give context on just the general statement?
1: Well, um, I would just because context people can relate to. I would I would comment on the fact that it existed before. <coughs> you know when you date it back to the Michael Jackson sex scandal, for example. And how my, how many detriments and crises he's had brought to the life of such a music legend, you know. Um, and there, there are a lot of other cases where you would, it was just a, a completely, oh my gosh, moment because a lot of these you, these characters or these actors or singers, you really look up to and. It's unimaginable that they would, you know, get caught up in, and I mean the threshold, the threshold, the line out there for society is very, very thin before you are accused. So that's something um, that you can bring up later, Chris, if you can find the um, the, the context of the allegation. Of- well,
0: the well, the the allegation is that. Kevin Spacey, at this time, he should have been 27 or so, something like that. He was, um, he's being accused of, I guess, just a sexual advance. I don't, because the way Anthony Rapp described it, I watched, I watched Philip DeFranco's video, kind of his Mm -hmm. wrap up on it, and it seemed like Anthony Rapp was able to get himself out of the situation but it was still an unwanted advance, you know? Mm-hmm. It was still... No consent. It, it was... That's always I the mean,
1: most important detail, no consent. I,
0: I, it's not even that there was a lack of consent. It's just that... That... That uh, question never got to be asked, really, because from the situation that was... From my understanding of the situation, because I I can't... Um, can't find like the full like I I want to find a transcript of it, mm-hmm. but um I would say I could find but one. Here, right but here, but here is um, you can read that out. I, first okay, there. so I'm I'm these are quotes, right? So mm-hmm. I'm I'm on the Daily Beast. Um, there's a Buzzfeed article as well, because <laughs> I think Anthony Rapp. I think it's being kind of written that the the people that he that interviewed him and where he said it was Buzzfeed. Not quite sure.
1: Oh yeah, and that's not really like trustworthy. Um,
0: um, well, I mean, if sorry, I mean it won't even matter if it's trust if it's a primary source, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, okay, you can't But yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it says my memory was that I thought, oh, everybody's gone because they're at a they're at like a social party that they're, they're at a party where this is happening. Um, and so my memory was that I thought, oh, everybody's gone. Well, yeah, I should probably go home. And then Kevin Spacey sort of stood in the doorway, kind of swaying. My impression when he came in the room was that he was drunk. And we'll touch on that later. Uh, He picked me up like a groom picks up the bride over the threshold. But I don't like squirm away initially because I'm like, what's going on? And then he lays down on top of me. He was trying to seduce me. I don't know if I would have used that language, but I was aware that he was trying to get with me sexually. So... He says that he was able to squirm away eventually and and talk his way out of the apartment. Kind of saying, no, like, just no. I, I think Philip DeFranco's video is pretty good on it. Like, I don't know if you watch mm-hmm. Philip DeFranco, but Philip DeFranco kind of went over it. And the way he quoted Anthony Rapp was pretty good. I have that <laughs> video. I have that video here, too.
1: So he's on Spacey's uh, response that he issued a statement. Yeah, saying you want me to read that one too? He did apologize for, um, quote, what would have been deeply impro- uh, inappropriate, but he said he didn't remember all of the alleged incidents. He did, however, announce that I choose now to leave as a gay man. Well, once again, well, 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 it's a segue from the our last discussion into well, this. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose.
0: So I have. A lot of respect and admiration for Anthony Rapp as an actor. I'm beyond horrified to hear his story. I honestly do not remember the encounter. It would have been over 30 years ago, but if... Indeed, yeah. But if I did behave then, as he describes, I owe him the sincerest apology for what would have been deeply inappropriate drunken behavior. The man's drunken, remember. And I am sorry for the feelings he describes having carried with him all these years. Um, The, re- the reason I'm reading it just kind of word for word is because it's a serious mm. allegation. And I, just, I did I was summarize, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to... I tried to find one for Anthony Rapp, and I, I really couldn't right now, but... This is from
1: uh, Kevin Spacey's tweet.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah this is from, t- from the Twitter account of Kevin Spacey, right? So then he continues. this the, the second paragraph is really, really, like, crazy. So this story has encouraged me to address other things about my life. I know that there are stories out there about me and that some have been fueled by the fact that I've been so protective of my privacy... As those closest to me know, in my life, I have had relationships with both men and women. I have loved and had romantic encounters with men throughout my life, and I choose now to live as a gay man. I want to deal with this honestly and openly, and that starts with examining my own behavior. Kevin Spacey. All right. So let me see if if I can find the... So I have, I have Philip DeFranco's video, and he says that... Okay. Let me see.
2: Worm. Way initially
0: because I'm like, What's So going I got to on? that and then point. And he lays
1: down on top of me. He was trying to seduce me. I don't know if I would have used
2: that language, so, but I was yeah. aware that he was trying to get with me sexually. Rap then says he remembers Spacey, quote, pressing into him. But then added that after some time he was able to get out from under Spacey and go into the bathroom. This Saying I saw the- on the counter next to the sink a picture of him having his arm around a man. So I think on some level I was like, oh, he's gay, I guess. Then I opened the door and I was like, okay, I'm going to go home now. He followed me to the front door of the apartment
1: and as I opened the door to leave, he was leaning on the front door and he was like, are you sure you want to go I said yes good night and then I did leave rap then saying he had not addressed the incident with
0: okay so um oh he didn't with spacey and describes how difficult the rest of his life was
1: as a result especially... all right so
0: yeah he didn't address it with spacey and he also kind of alluded to kevin spacey being gay mm-hmm. He, he in, in, Anth- in anthony's rap's own words he said that he had a feeling that oh okay he's gay Something, something along those lines. He, he he explicitly alluded to Kevin Spacey being gay. So I saw lots of people on Twitter kind of being angry at Kevin Spacey, conflating the two situations. But I feel like... I feel like Kevin Spacey...
1: He's at fault for this. I hey, mean, oh, there's I, no I mean, way that we No, can, I mean,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like Kevin Spacey didn't necessarily conflate the two situations i just feel that he had like due to anthony Rapp's full statements you know due to his entire like if you looked at the transcript and you're kevin spacey and you see okay he's alluding to me being gay you kind of you at that point you kind of have to address that part as well mm-hmm. and you have to kind of say well yes i well, am gay that's what he so, did he came out yeah. no no i know i know i know i'm aware so he, yeah, he came out as gay. But I want to hit it point by point, Kevin Spacey's statement. So he has lots of respect and admiration for Anthony Rapp as an actor. I'm beyond here. afraid to hear his story. I honestly do not remember the count here. It would have been over 30 years ago. I feel like that's a semi-valid point from Kevin Spacey. It was 30 years ago. So I do feel like in his, you know, if you know I was on his defense team in a trial, it's very difficult to remember things that happened recently when you were drunk. So well, that's you couldn't even remember what happened
1: yesterday when you were drunk, let alone like thirty years. Thirty, right? yeah.
0: So so, if if I was on Kevin Spacey's you know defense team or whatever, if I'm playing Devil's Advocate, I would I would mention that you know it's just <laughs> it's, it's the it's, O.J. case again. <laughs> maybe the only person that. Anthony the only person that would really be able to remember it is a sober Anthony Rapp. Right? Mm-hmm. So
1: And by the way, I, for those of you who don't really know about Anthony Rapp, he performed He's a Broadway actor. The, uh, more yeah. Broadway, yeah. Um was famous for Charlie Brown in You Good Man, Rent. Charlie Brown. Or and he also um has screen roles as Lieutenant Paul Stamus on the Star Trek series. So yeah, he's on the
0: Star Trek Discovery. Basically not like very
1: famous in the movie industry, but you know. If you've um, seen Rent, though,
0: you know. I'm sorry? Is. If you've seen Rent. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's based off of the play, which Anthony Rapp was in as well. He was in the play and the film versions of Rent. And, okay, so, but if I did behave then, as he describes, I owe this the sincerest apology for what would have been deeply inappropriate drunken behavior. Okay, so Anthony Rapp mentions that he never kind of brought this up with Kevin Spacey, and I feel like that's fair. That's ex- that's beyond fair on Anthony Rapp's part, you know? Especially being 14 to Kevin Spacey being 27 or so at this time. I, I would say I wouldn't want to bring it up either, but I feel like well, remember you are putting your career on
1: a very thin thread. I'm just basically at stake if you, you know, make this public because it can have a stake on your career, and it can have. I mean, Kevin Spacey. An indirect the thing is Kevin, Kevin Spacey.
0: Spacey. The thing is Kevin Spacey didn't have that much of a career back in 1986 in the in film. His his his. his film That's true. career kind of started blowing up afterwards so he wasn't as big as he was in 1986 like now he's not he wasn't as big as he is now then you get my point in 1986 he was not as big as he is now so I I feel like having if he's if he genuinely does not remember the situation and Anthony Rapp never brought it up to him I feel like Kevin Spacey learned about this, you know, along with the rest of us. So I feel like if he's being genuine, how come you know? He, how could being, he learn from it if he couldn't remember what happened? No, I I'm mean, saying when, I'm saying he's learning about this story along with the rest of us. So he, he learned because he in he, the he, moment, right? He Not op- like throughout all these years, he, he wasn't remorseful. Up, he like, opens up his statement with, "I'm beyond horrified to hear his story." I honestly do not remember the encounter. So I feel like he, along with the rest of us, when when he heard about the news, it was news to him as well. You know, if he's being genuine, by his own words. So what
1: you're saying, basically, he didn't live in this horrifying memory for all these years after the incident. Like he didn't um, regret what he had done in those years secretly
0: or privately. I'm saying if he's being genuine, like, given...
1: Well, I mean, certainly he's genuine. Given
0: the assumption that he's being honest about how he does not remember the encounter, then, yeah, I feel like he wouldn't have had the the regret because he wouldn't have had the the memory in the first place. But to me, to some point,
1: um, he still has to face the music basically well, I mean be held responsible well, yes. for what he did well yes obviously he can be genuine he can be as yes. you know um, re- remorseful or um, yeah I know as I he mean. could be but he still have to face the responsibility or, or consequences of what he caused so I mean very much because he's a, fa- a famous figure just like Michael Jackson or anybody else um but what people don't really know is that had, were Kef, Ke, Kevin Spacey not a famous per, person, like, this happens on a regular basis, right? People party well, I mean, and people touch, grow up one I another. Don't, I right? don't
0: think Kevin Spacey would have been in this situation if he wasn't a little famous back in 1986 because this was a Hollywood party or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't have found himself in this situation, I don't think. What um, I'm saying is It that just, it makes it, mm-hmm. I think... So de- so deeply inappropriate drinking behavior. From what I've gathered from like the reading of his statement, as well as reading <coughs> Anthony, as well as reading Anthony Rapp's account, it does feel like there there was a sexual advance, and a, a sec like it's very tricky, but a sexual advance isn't as necessarily like. Like you, like you can kind of make an advance and then have it be rejected, and you're not like, you're not forcefully, you're not a, uh, um, you're not crossing their consent boundary. You know, you're or they're, you're not crossing that boundary. So you're you're just making, levels. you're making an mm-hmm. advance. You can have it rejected. If you take the rejection, then you know it's fine.
1: Well, he didn't take uh, Anthony's rejection. Anthony says he somehow sneak away,
0: and well. That was the that's the other thing. Uh, Anthony Rap mentioned that he felt Kevin Spacey press into him, mm-hmm. and that is so there was that is challenge. against there was that's that. I mean, physical. That's yeah. no. I'm saying ob- like some sexual advances. You know, it's a sexual advance. It might not be verbal. It might be a physical sexual advance, which is still not okay. It's definitely not okay at all to do that. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a lot more. the The situation is unique in that it's thirty one years ago and that by both of their accounts Kevin Spacey was drunk. So like deeply inappropriate junk drunken behavior. It is deeply inappropriate and I but I don't know what type of I don't know how you want to hold Kevin Spacey accountable at that point. Because it just it seems like
1: I don't so you know say like it the, was he's,
0: justified he, No, I'm not no No wait 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 not, No. wait I
1: haven't finished yet. Justify um in terms of the no. difference between sexual advances and sexual harassment because No, once I again, still I
0: still feel like I still feel like it's it probably was harassment. I it just, was harassment, I harassment. I don't I don't, harassment. I don't know if it was like an assault because it's not as if. Oh no, it's not that I, bad It's yet. not as if Kevin Spacey, kind of, you know, there was. I feel like he he took the rejection as much as a drunk person can, you know. If you're drunk, you you can't really process. It doesn't change. You're not
1: conscious enough to function.
0: Yeah, it's it's not um. Just as you shouldn't, if you're sober, try and. Make a sexual advancement on a drunk person because they can't really process that. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're drunk and you make a sexual advancement on a sober person, it's. I don't I don't know if you can be. Like, I don't know. You just you're not sober enough to process it, really. But at the same time, Kevin Spacey, you know he's. We have DUI laws for a reason. It's still illegal. It's still illegal to to drive while drunk. So even if you if you do something that would be illegal while sober, but you do it while you're drunk, it's still illegal. You know, it doesn't change. It doesn't. Well,
1: how does it relate to like driving? I mean, of course, it's it's very obviously illegal
0: to drive under the influence. I'm I'm saying that Kevin Spacey still did something wrong. That's how I'm relating it. Because Indeed. if you drive while drunk that's still illegal like this if you do something wrong that's while you're drunk it doesn't matter because it does you being drunk is not like an excuse. A pass uh, it doesn't it does yeah. it doesn't make it not illegal you know yeah Indeed. so making a sexual advance on a minor as Kevin Spacey did is illegal
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know it's or it's if you it's not right, obviously, so just because he was drunk doesn't make it doesn't make Kevin Spacey a good guy, although i this this is more of a intrapersonal thing. you get me mm mm-hmm. I don't know like it's fine it's you know it's not my place to say, oh, you know, this shouldn't be a public matter.
1: But we are living but, in the twenty first yes, century. Yeah, <laughs>
0: but I feel like I feel like I feel like an ideal situation would have been and obviously there's lots of factors as to why this didn't happen. I'm not saying, you know, it, it's Anthony Rapp's responsibility to come to Kevin Spacey to tell him about it. But I feel like an ideal situation would be kind of Kevin Spacey kind of personally Apologizing to Anthony Rapp, which he did as much as he can,
1: and he did, yeah,
0: yeah, he did. He, I have a lot of respect and adm- admiration for Anthony Rapp as an actor, you know. I say da, da, at the da, beginning,
1: there's so many of them who I own this year's came across these sexual harassment cases, and it seemed to like just ruin um their whole career. And we we're gonna look forward to what's go- gonna happen, you know, in the future. Um, it's a it's an obscure reference, but whether it's an obscure reference, but whether Netflix gonna charge higher for subscription, you know, because they got this whole show, their
0: gold, oh, house of cards, yeah, is those production yeah, Well, it's, it's not canceled; the production it's suspended. suspended. Yeah, so until further notice. Yeah, so basically,
1: um, whether they gonna whether Kevin Spacey himself is able to make a comeback.
0: No, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know why we're kind of analyzing it from that point of view. Um, I don't, I'm not too concerned on whether or not he can make a comeback. I, last, was it last week we talked about Harvey Weinstein? Yeah. Yeah, I said it last week with Harvey Weinstein. It, you're, it's disgusting, right? I feel like with Harvey Weinstein's even more so because there's just so many instances. But let me ask you sober. something, let
1: me ask you something. If Harvey Weinstein it was an actor, a famous actor like Kevin Smith... But he wasn't,
0: so I don't... If things <laughs> were different, if things were different, they would be different.
1: But see, do you think that his appearance or... Well, Are you saying why be- do you think that we feel more intense towards... Harvey Weinstein than Kevin Spacey. Was it because of know, how they responded to the crisis?
0: I don't know if it's less... Because
1: of how they look? Because of no. what they do?
0: N- no. I, I don't feel like we have a less intense reaction towards Kevin Spacey. I just feel like with Harvey Weinstein um, there, it's different. He was sober. He is... He's a, that's true. He's a producer. So, you know, he's the one that will make sure you're hired, essentially. mm mm-hmm. y- You know.
2: Uh, whereas Kevin, saying, Kevin, yeah.
0: Kevin Spacey is an actor. So, and it it is... Let consider, me some
2: Considering of, let considering, me some considering the that point his here. C- considering what
0: you're
1: saying is basically no. Harvey Weinstein. What Harvey Weinstein did was... Using his misconduct um, as a ve- as a means to an end, um, I wasn't saying that. <laughs> Whereas Kevin Spacey, what he did was an end in it itself. He just drunk and want to ha- unconsciously had a sexual advance. It wasn't a means to an end. You know what I'm saying? Like not a,
0: a vehicle. Har- Harvey Weinstein. I'm not, again, I'm not going to try and psychoanalyze him and why he did it, but Mm -hmm. it seemed clear that he, oftentimes he did it to, you know, ensure that people would get the job, you know, like, or at least that's what the actresses in question felt that, okay, well, if I don't go along with this or if I, if I'm not Mm -hmm. complacent with it, if I'm, if I don't give it a pass, I'm not going to get a job.
1: How could I skyrocket? Yeah,
0: yeah. I feel like Anthony Rap. I I don't I don't know if he said it. He could have again. I didn't. I couldn't find a full just literary transcript of it. But he he probably did feel that okay. If I come out with this information, I'm not going to. I'm not going to kind of. Um. Succeed in my career, in mm-hmm. my. So I, I feel like he did feel a little uneasy coming forward, and it takes you know obviously it's very brave to come forward if if you're in Anthony Rapp's situation. Yeah. Ultimately, I do think I do think we're people are a lot more forgiving toward Kevin Spacey than Harvey Weinstein for lots of different factors. Again, Kevin Spacey was allegedly just very drunk out of his mind here um kevin spacey came forward almost immediately with an apology mm-hmm. which in the f- first paragraph before he begins to talk about him being gay and i know how many people are kind of almost disgusted or i guess yeah disgusted with their like they view it as him conflating yeah. Uh, the, the two situations and him kind of ducking behind the cover of I'm gay. But and, and I guess that is very valid. It's It's a very fair interpretation of what he's saying. But I don't feel like I don't feel like it's good to interpret to try and interpret what other people are saying. You kind of just have to let them speak for themselves. Don't don't put words that aren't there. Don't put defenses that aren't there you know, go by what he's saying. I feel like he says this story has encouraged me to address other things about my life. The story comes from Anthony Rapp's statement, and Anthony Rapp's statement he alludes to Kevin Spacey being gay and I and it just it feels like he's trying to address that illusion. It feels like he's trying to say, Well yes. I, I guess at this point I have to kind of come out because mm-hmm.
2: He owned and, up to it, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't feel like you have to own up to being gay, but the the first paragraph is him owning up to the situation. He doesn't recall it again. So thirty with Harvey Weinstein, I feel like it's it's less forgivable as well because it's so many situations. So, it's many, so, like many, it's so it's, many allegations his over vehicle decades
1: for more repeated
0: uh, sexual harassment. It's, because it's over decades, whereas yeah. At least at this point, Kevin Spacey is it's one. It's it's one accusation. Yeah. So I f- I, you know I f- hope that there isn't more. Mm-hmm. If there's more, then I feel like yeah, Kevin Spacey had. <laughs> you you can't forgive. You that. cannot like. Uh, but if it's this one situation thirty years ago, I I don't know. I don't. I feel like yeah, people seem to be more forgiving to him because mm-hmm. it's one situation as opposed to decades of of accusations it's a drunken you know mm-hmm. it, obviously it's not so many factors it's involved. not a pass but harvey weinstein was sober mm-hmm. um and i do maybe maybe it is because kevin spacey is an actor as opposed to harvey weinstein being kind of just a name only producer and yeah kevin's you know Yes, I like House of Cards, and I think Kevin Spacey is a good actor. Um, you know, people like him in American Beauty and Baby Driver, you know, things like that. So, I feel like, yeah, you know, people have that attachment to his roles. And he, of course, seemed like a good, like, I don't know, in his interviews and things like that, he seems like a like mm-hmm. an all right guy. like a, Yeah. So... That being said, I don't think, you know, obviously he's still wrong. He still made sexual advances to a fourteen year old and that's still disgusting. So
1: I mean it's amazing to like think about the mindset. Now like you say, just take it as literal as it can, uh that that is expressed in the statement themselves. But a lot of people would like want to know why is is like years after years and not until like almost at the peak of Kevin Spacey. Well, I mean, he can always transcend and make bigger success, you know, in because he's still twenty-seven years old. But um, why they, why Anthony Rapp, like wait until this moment? Is was there any incentive? Are you, are you
0: saying we're at the peak of Kevin Spacey now?
1: No, no, no. The peak of his, his career success, not not the peak, one of the peaks, which means he still had potential for more successes
0: right now. Kevin Spacey at age like fifty-six or fifty-eight. He's at his peak now, is what you're saying? His career. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean why why are we choosing now to come out? I think it's it's coinciding with the Harvey Weinstein situation. I feel yeah, like this can be true. The I feel like need, the Harvey yeah. Weinstein situation has kind of encouraged lots of Victi- to, victims of mm-hmm. sexual assault to, just to bring come forward. justice to light yeah. or, yes, the victims of sexual assault harassment, <laughs> rape things like of that nature to come.
1: you know, you may be right because right after I mean, before Kevin Spacey there was another director who was not famous and President George H.W. Bush so that may be the main incentive for these people to bring justice, justice to light because they're already a huge... K's um, address, which is Harvey Weinstein.
0: Yeah, I don't even know if um, you know, Anthony. I don't like even a- know if Anthony Rapp mentioned it or not. He may have. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not gonna say he didn't. He he may have mentioned that as an inspiration to come forward. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like have you know Kevin Spacey, maybe he could have had more success in his in his sixties and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, Bryan Cranston peaked with Breaking Bad in his. 50s i mean kevin spacey is that age now they're gonna have one last season of house of cards and
1: <laughs> it's i don't know memorable <laughs> yeah i don't know <coughs> netflix have says- you read the famous book forgiving and forgetting no jesus it's so famous chris it's famous all around the world i mean the written by a famous writer forgiving and forgetting by of hitler but um no, oh. <laughs> it's just a joke. Uh, anyway, uh, let's rub, let's sweep this under the carpet, which the media won't. But since we are running towards the end of the show, let's talk about another topic. Um, you want to bring up another one, uh, another
0: tweet moments, uh, Twitter moments, yeah. Um, I guess just a light lighthearted one, I guess. You talk about uh, like the sport, remember, you brought up the beginning, um, the for Christ's sake. <coughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about just... Ooh, <laughs> I bumped into something. Uh, I'll talk about the, the jerseys. Oh, yeah, the jersey. The team jerseys for the national teams, the national hockey teams of Canada and the U.S. Uh, The Winter Olympics are coming up in, I think, February or something like that. This is the beginning of 2018. As they they normally do. I hate how Twitter women just play. Like (laughs) the USA jerseys look fine to me. Some people are saying that the A kind of looks like an R, and I can't unnoticed that. Mm -hmm. But people are really bashing on the Canada ones. People have been saying. So there's one person says, "Good God, burn it to the ground!" Jeez. Someone says. How does something like this get picked as the final design? What piles of vomit were rejected? Um, yeah, the logo looks like a cheap knockoff you would find at the dollar store. Mm-hmm. I friggin' hate it. Hate the sleeves. Hate what they did with. Wait. Hate what they did to the leaves. Is
1: this their competitor or what they design as the banners for the team? This is a jersey. A jersey.
0: Okay. Sports jersey. Jersey design is my passion, guys. Which is a meme. It's a meme. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. Okay. So it's fine to me. I don't know. I'm not really into hockey, and Maybe I'm not Canadian. Either. But the
1: only time I was involved in hockey was Halloween with Jason Voorhees. But um, of course, I've still survived after that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anything? What? Was, what
1: was that? I say the only time. No.
0: Yeah. But after that.
1: Huh? After that, after, after that, after I still survive, Voorhees? Of course, oh, I, I just basically binge watched <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Didn't bring Jason for he's still alive, but I'm all
0: yeah, <laughs> that obviously would I was the whole name. I just wanted to know what you said there. Can <laughs> hear you,
1: but um, let's just um, talk about one of our last um, do you, like it? Do you like
0: it though? You like the jerseys?
1: I don't really l- have well, we watch. Did you see, have you seen
0: Have you seen the jerseys? No, no, no. You want to see them to
1: It's see okay. Them? Um, maybe not for now, but we can do it later. I would say, well, how you like it? Tell me a little bit about
0: how I think, you yeah, like I it. Think it's fine. I think. I think because it's. Of how I think it, is? it looks cool. Like I think the jersey looks fine. Like it's a nice. If we look at this, let me try and pause this in the front. Okay, here we go. I saw it. Yeah. Okay, it's a red jersey. It has black kind of, almost shark like. Kind of uh, sleeves, mm-hmm. I like it. It looks it looks cool. It almost looks intimidating. If there, you know, yeah. If, if I didn't have such a nice perception that Canadians were really nice and just <laughs> cool. maybe not in hockey, maybe you know that's the one thing that'll tear you up. In USA jerseys, they look nice too. Actually, um, cheese I really hate how (laughs) Twitter moments (laughs) autoplay. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Canadian ones look better than the American jerseys. Mm. You know, go Team USA, right?
1: Yep, whatever you like. Okay.
0: Um, I would say... We're at an hour and three minutes now. you Mm want to bring up
1: here? I would really want to mention that our hearts really go out to the victims of the New York attack. I mean... (coughs) It was just basically um uh, insurmountable terror after one after another um we still haven't fully recovered from the Las Vegas attack where it was um the yeah, the most casualties ever since um Orlando shooting and now the whole nation That really
0: w- sucks that you said ever since. That was just a year ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's really fast and we ha- still haven't figured out why the guy want to assault it all of these innocent strangers who are attending a concert, you know?
0: I mean, I don't think, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't... The motive could be anything. It's still could off be anything. Right. He's just pissed off at, like... Still <laughs> off with, No, I mean, it, I'm saying that I don't really... Like, it, it matters for, like, official reports and things like that, but ultimately... <laughs> Ultimately, it doesn't really matter because mm-hmm. it's still just an awful, an awful event. Um, I feel almost really bad saying this, but it just maybe I don't I don't feel like we've had too much coverage of the New York attacks compared to other terrorist attacks in the past. You know, other shootings, things like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like it just hasn't been covered. I haven't heard about it that much. I haven't heard people talk about it. What just much, happened yesterday? Or tweet about. No. Yeah, exactly. So we should be hearing about it the most now at this point you know did you hear about the las vegas shooting more the day of and after or did you hear about it more two weeks later you heard about it more the day of and after because you know with with all these shootings and terrorist attacks um i feel like the media kind of forgets about it in two three weeks
1: oh no the phone
0: is all over the the news
1: i mean uh you turn on any channel i guess they're talking about it maybe just social media about is, the New York is not attack. as active yeah
0: no but I'm saying <clears throat> hasn't been two three weeks yet I think the media will kind of forget about it in two three weeks they'll they'll go on to the next news cycle unfortunately of course I'm I'm not I'm not saying that they should do that I'm just saying that's how it is and it sucks because I just feel like we they do that because it's just so often now it's 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 a more common occurrence. This type of stuff is starting to happen more in the US now. Mm-hmm. Too. Um well they have this like the second a statement. This is like the second big vehicle ramming attack. You know, the first one in Charlottesville. Yeah. With one one. And the
1: Boston marathon attack too. I mean, they just um it's inconceivable to many extents and it's even more when, you know, you think about what have happened in recent um, months or this 2017 year, um, when we try to, as much as we can, refute white nationalism and radicalism um, in that people are getting so paranoid and petrified of other people who are different and Once again we boil down to differences in commu- sense of community. Um, you know, um it's is this difference in religion, you know because once again, soon as there's a attack a mass shooting or something, first thing they want to find out is is there somehow in some ways this terrorist attack uh this this terrorist penetrator or um killers connected to isis or represents well, as you, groups radical groups of muslim you know
0: as you said before um we still don't know you said you we don't even know the motive of the las vegas shooter right you said that mm-hmm. so i mean it's not really too surprising to see news stations want to know the motive of terrorists attacks, like the Las Vegas shooter, or like this New York attack.
1: But my point is, once again, is the hype over a Muslim, an ISIS, an ISIL, Pakistan man killing 8 or 10 people compared to the Las Vegas, which I think fit into the rhetoric of white nationalism and you know this i don't fear-mongering I, um movement i think i've been
0: around i think we've had fear-mongering you know a lot in post nine eleven america i don't feel like white nationalism is a big deal right now i don't feel like it's we we're kind of blowing it up out of proportion as opposed to Recognizing oh no, I mean, that white nationalism is. If not you look like through social media, like there's been footages
1: of people in Walmart, in Target, denigrating in one another because of the hijab they're wearing or the hijab. Yeah, hijab? I mean, it it certainly has an effect, which, and which people people believe in what they see on television because that's what they don't see any f-
0: white nationalism on television. It's it's white nationalism is very looked down upon. Um, but you're talking about the hype, or not, not the hype, rather. Oh, no, I mean, not all about, people,
1: remember, not all people affiliate with white nationalism. Obviously. Because of what we call desir- desirability bias, which is basically to make you look good in the community. But it's, it's implicit until you, until some certain moment where... I don't where
0: think you're white. I don't think people are internally white nationalists. <laughs> is that what you're saying? That they're... Like, yeah they
1: are I mean
0: you're saying think white about people, You're saying of, you're saying white people are internally they have an internal feeling that they are superior
1: it's not a generalized calm remark I would say but there is a chance there's not a chance of it I mean if depends on how not all of course not all white people
0: <clears throat> no I don't even think the majority of white people feel that way I don't I don't I don't know man I don't think I don't think that's accurate well I I feel I, like
1: I, of course I do hope so I do hope that uh people are intelligent
0: enough to say nope it's just you know um I mean obviously there's racist people and there's prejudice and bigoted people mm-hmm. like uh, that's we're not in a world devoid of that but I don't feel like and I f- I feel like if there are white people like if there is a majority of white people that think, Oh, well, I'm better because I'm this or that mm-hmm. I feel like that can be said about almost any race. You know, they would tend to favor their own race over others. I don't I don't think that's necessarily true though. My but. point
1: is that they it's a lot of <coughs> a lot of people don't affiliate themselves with like white nationalism or the KKK or you know any radical groups, but um, yeah, if you like involved people- with them, and of course, we all have different natures within ourselves some liberal, some conservatives, whichever more dominant than the others, but uh, to me, there's always no acceptable room for such um. Closure or um, very narrow-minded hatred, because I, I there's no there's no room for hatred in this world. And um, um, no, I've been involved in with people who you know appear to be very normal and sociable and nice, um, but once in a while you will hear very foolish and irrational comments like, "Oh my God, they should." Sh- Ever forever ban these Muslim entering United States. Uh, you know, just they don't have the context, they don't have the knowledge, they don't have the awareness. And I think there's the line um, before they cross. Um, I think the chances that they cross the lines very e- easy and happen more very regularly. They're just
0: saying they're just saying that we should have a a travel ban. Hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, on, I mean, on,
0: on Muslims or on uh-huh. I uh, or on nations that are Muslim a
1: whole nation, yeah.
0: Well, that's because different. They,
2: that's different a lot of than people a travel ban on are not Muslims. radical
1: as radical, but they just want to, you know, have live their own life. Government not gonna take their money because they don't care about
0: other welfare. You, know? I mean, small small government is. I mean, I don't feel like the government should be involved in too many, you know, things related to your personal life.
1: That's true. I mean but there're different aspect of how <coughs> of how they get involved into your personal life like republicans can um, can fight for why it's happening your phone republicans usually fight for um, there are different type of controls that's my point you know that everybody thinks that democrats are fighting for any control that they can get, any regulation they can get, but no, Republicans do. And um they more
0: they stand more with the private spectrum. I I, I I know how yeah. I, I know how you American know. politics works, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the usual the usual um political opinions of a Democrat or liberal, mm-hmm. the usual But
1: I never believed that you should like let the um the private sector go amok mock or go as whatever to the, do whatever they the want democrat, that's what happened in the recession 2008 the, or 10 uh, 2010 yeah, yeah the I'm burst
0: tri- of the bubble tri- dude after my macro exam i really don't want to <laughs> hear anything related to that I just you know De- the democrat well, the democrat and republican parties are both just centered just one center left and the other center right like at its core. That's what like if you look at the policies that they want in place at its core, those are the those are the they're centered. Um the or are bipartisan least, what you, you mean No, like? they're not bipartisan. They're just more center left or center right.
1: So you think they're very
0: egoist egoist egoistical? Very, very selfish. Very egotistical. No, no, no. No, I'm not saying they're self centered. I'm saying they're center-right and center-left, like politically. They're more, you know, like like someone who's centered. Someone who is just, like, politically, like, indep- like centered. Independent? No, not even independent. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Just centered, they're man. They're more just, neutral? They're not left or right. They're just kind of center. Oh, okay. Like, politically, the Democrat and Republican parties, if you you go on the Wikipedia page for Republican Party, it'll say it's a center-right party. If you go on the Wikipedia page for the Democrat Party, it'll say it's a center-left party. And ideally, that's true. And I think it's, for the most part, politicians... They kind of put on a little mask and they tell you, "Oh yeah, we're lib- we're super liberal. This is the Democrat Party. We fight for this." And oh, we're the Republican Party. We fight for this conservatism. We fight for yeah, we'll get, we'll re- replace and repeal Obamacare. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, politics nowadays doesn't really get much, much of consequence done, right? So, I so while but the, they do get terrible,
1: like look at the recession, and the economy just all of a sudden collapse, and it does, it does, before you, like, know that, there's a saying that before the water comes to your feet, you should, like, at least get on a higher, or somewhat safer level. So, basically, like, I know that a lot of the surface is politics, but I'm that's why I'm also very aware of the policies that they work on or touch on and, you know, how they work out the best solution and how it will impact. And also in the long run, and as you say, like macroeconomics, I wouldn't like mention it again, but, you know, just how <laughs> no, terribly they handle it to in I mean, to I don't a whole world crisis, not even a national crisis, a whole world crisis.
0: I mean, I don't really see the relation, though, from... from that to the New York attack or politics in general.
1: Um, well, I think the what caused us to uh, get off that tension is, you know, how uh, well, I, I think I got a little bit uptight about political responses to it because it's always very tempting to see how leaders think about it, you know. Dude, honestly. But it shouldn't, because I, I, I'm, I of course, I do admit I'm giving in to the temptation.
0: Maybe I've just lived under a rock for the past forty eight hours, but I really haven't heard too much about the New York attack. I know it's happened, mm-hmm. and I know it's just—it's just awful. Yeah. It's awful seeing that type of stuff happen. But, but I f- feel—I feel bad saying it. I
2: just—it's
0: mm-hmm. not something that like shocks me anymore. It's not something that makes me—you know—I'm just kind of numb to it. There's desensitized. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Desensitized. One effects of media, and I, and I almost feel bad for saying that, but I, I I can't because it's just it's a natural feeling. I've just become desensitized to terrorist attacks. It sucks that it it's happened mm-hmm. in New York, which is you know U.S. Yeah, you know usually there was a terrorist. There's been like tons of awful, like I think it was a terrorist attack in Somalia. The like recently? Yeah, see and we Syria liber, I mean much worse wor- much worse. Um I I don't I don't wanna I, mean, I don't funny, I don't wanna put like just think this about is it. better or worse. You, you
1: maybe know? you're right from a um international perspective. Like even the last time when um we seen the hurricanes and the flooding in Texas, um Hurricane Harvey and here hurricane um Maria? No, not Maria. Wait. remind me what
0: Maria. it was in Puerto Rico and Irma. Where? Irma. Florida. Irma. Yeah. Um,
1: as somebody who has like family, some of the, some of the families who live in Vietnam, believe me, it was just a typical iceberg. It's nothing compared to what happened there. So yeah, well, yeah, typhoons, in, some, you have typhoons in Vietnam. Oh yeah, it's much worse and. and well, I, the, the government doesn't do anything about it. So
0: I mean. In 1992, there's this hurricane, Hurricane Andrew, and it mm-hmm. uh demolished South Florida. So, yeah, and that's totally. that's why Irma wasn't that bad because mm-hmm. the infrastructure. We've seen the worst. Has, yeah. The infrastructure got better mm-hmm. because they're like, wow, we can't. Like, Florida homes are pretty hurricane-like, sturdy. They're, mm-hmm. they're sturdy for hurricanes because, you know, you don't want a hurricane to just destroy your house, especially. You know, Andrew kind of taught South Florida that, especially South Florida. I, I feel Florida like a lot of
1: household here are playing dice with nature, Mother Nature, because they choose to live in Florida. You know, like you say, hurricane-sturdy
0: area. I mean, it. I don't know if it's playing dice. I just well, you like can't really... you have to
1: pay for how insurance, whereas like Washington, where I live, you like waiting for the the volcano to erupt before. Her,
0: you feel that you're well, yeah. That's just everywhere. You can't control nature. Yeah, you can't. I
1: mean, that's true. Yeah.
0: <coughs> all right. Well. All right. All right. It is
1: currently nine forty, and two, we are, yes, two 9:42. minutes. I get it. <laughs> Seems so biggy today, but uh, just because I so posing now. Um, nine forty-two on the first day of November. Our podcast, as always, um, after a special day. Uh, week before at the Richard Spencer visit the uh, last this week is after Halloween and as we bring to you very interesting surprising news around the local and the national um, level and of course we thanks everybody. Uh, once again the list go on and on. So I'm not gonna mention them. Then names gonna be mentioned on this They weekend. know who they are. They know who they are. The name gonna be not gonna be mentioned. They now in the bathtub submerged, so <laughs> counting the money. Anyway <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Kristen if you listen to this don't don't find my house then just wipe out the fam- whole family. But anyway, thank you so much for staying tuned with us and we wish you the best week of Your life.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're the best. You're the best. All right. And we'll see you until next time. Have a good one.